What up, pod tarts? I'm Lachlan Patterson, and welcome to another episode. Right off the bat, let's plug some shows. You can see me February 21st. That's coming up. That's next week at the Ice House in Pasadena. And you can also check me out at the Comedy Store on fe- uh, March 15th. I'm doing Eddie If's show there. You can check out all my other dates at LachlanPatterson.com. You can follow me, become a, a, a sign up for the newsletter because you got to get my newsletter. Don't have to get Pizza's newsletter, but you got to get mine. Also, don't forget to rate between one and four stars. No five star reviews because five stars is perfect and we could all use improvement. But do leave a review that's helpful to the listeners and so that I can get more listeners. Help me get more listeners by reviewing and rate it anywhere between one and four stars so that I can see how I'm doing. Also, I don't have a show name. So if you come up with a show name, make sure to let me know. If I use it, I will send you a VIP pass from my last comic standing tour, autographed by all five finalists. And that being said, Everyone has already been asking. I have a guest. I have a guest on the show. This is not a solo sesh. This is a hang sesh. My guest today, you might know from his being a co-host of the Dirty Sports Podcast. He is also a previous host, co-host of the Kooks of Comedy. He also has a special out called Joe Prano Takes the Stand. Please welcome Joe Prano. I am excited to be here, Lachlan. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put applause there. Oh wow! So they think that there's applause. So it's like like we have a live studio audience. How how much applause should I put for this type of room? Two or three people. Two or three people. Okay. Yeah. Please welcome Joe Prano. <laughs> you know, I watched because um, I know you're a fan of hers as well. I watched uh, Jade do the new soup. Yes. The new the soup. And uh, I love Jade. I think she's great. Yeah. And I liked the show. But the one thing that I think they ruined is they used to always do the soup in front of just the staff. Just the production And there was staff. four or five laughs. Yes. And I thought it gave it a very real feel. And now I can't say for sure, but I'm, I'm pretty sure they use a laugh track as opposed to, I don't think there's a live studio audience there, but it sounds more like 50 people. And oh, think, it does? And I think that was a, a bad... The only criticism I'm going to make of the show, I'm not going to give it five stars. I'm going to give it four stars. Sure. And I'm going to say, uh, could be five if you went back to the small audience laugh track. Or small... The true laughs that they used to have. So you don't think they're true anymore? I think that it's a laugh track. Okay. Uh, that's my... I think. I can't say for sure. I don't know what's actually going on behind the scenes. But I used to love that. You could hear... The five, four or five people that were on I, staff laughing. I watched some clips from it online, and, and it l- seemed like they still had the four or five laughs. But I guess it, I wasn't paying as much attention. Yeah, it seem, seems like maybe there's, I don't know, canned laughs. Or they're doing it in front of a small studio audience. Possibly. Possibly. I don't. I can't say for sure. Okay. But uh, I like that, too. I, I agree with you. The, the Making the production stuff staff laugh to me is such a challenge that as an audience if you hear the production staff laugh you're like oh they're having a great time yeah and she's doing a great job and so you asked you know how many people it's like well how many people could you have in here you could four max i think even I think four the, i think the fire department would show up if you had seven people in here you know? i need a producer still yeah so there will be another person in here and maybe a camera operator so two realistically could yeah. be in here so I, i'm gonna do two sets of applause now before the show started you were asking me about your potential titles yes and um, actually uh, you meant i you heard I'm, I'm also sourcing yeah sourcing the title great crowd crowds crowdfund it yeah um what about four stars max with lachlan patterson four stars max i like this i, I like that you're asking people not to give you a five-star review that's pretty funny yeah <laughs> i gotta say Everybody uh, in in every podcast in history, give us five stars on iTunes. Like, I don't. Please don't give me five stars. I don't want your five star review. I also don't. I don't know about you, but when I'm re- reading reviews, I don't trust five star reviews. Yeah. I trust four star reviews. And you know what? If I see a four star review, I'm still in. Yeah. That's good enough. Well, it's funny you should say that because I've I, I've I'm in the reviewing 
I'm in this reviewing mode right now. First of all, I I just had this conversation about the NBA dunk contest because they're hand, they hand out tens, right? Like there no, and I'm like, we're not giving any room for somebody to do something. Well, like if ten, if Michael Jordan jumping from the free throw line in 1985 was a ten, that that was game changing. Yeah. So now if somebody jumps over a mascot, that's also a ten, even though I've seen it a hundred times. What if somebody jumps from the three point line now? Yeah. Are, are we, we gonna? Do. Are, are, do we? Th- we have to have some sort of room for pushing the envelope. Improvement. Yeah, yeah. We, a Vince Carter three sixty windmill. Yeah. Or ha- the, yeah, the arm in it. Arm yeah. In. Come on. If yeah. that just happened, if that had never happened, I agree with you. Everyone gets a ten. They even when we went to the, I went to the Founders Cup, Kelly Slater's wave pool. Yeah. And they were handing out. 10 cards no nines right you could only give tens not yeah i agree with you and uh and the other one is people always saying uh, uh seeing a woman is it oh look at her she's a 10 yeah it's the the most beautiful woman you've ever seen right in your whole life you're not giving any room so she's here she's a 10 now if a uh, supermodel walks in they are equals they're tens we don't have we don't have any room for improvement the only People who are reviewing pe- uh, properly are figure skating judges. <laughs> yeah, figure Lots skating half points. judges. They do not give tens. Yeah, there's degrees of difficulty. They have to do math. If you fall, it's over. Yeah. If you, yeah. And the other thing, I, I, I'm doing a lot of reviewing. I now that I've been injured, I have a lot of free time on my hands. And something I've gotten into is yelping. I'm, okay. I'm doing more yelping. Yeah. And I'm trying to be more positive. I'm 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 no longer doing any negative Yelp reviews. Well, then you're just not going to have be doing much reviewing, right? But but basically, I don't want to write a lot of reviews. But I will write a review if you have given me excellent service. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna Yelp you. I'm gonna give you a Yelp. The only poor review I have out there, I have two non uh, four or five star reviews. And and now that I know I should leave room for improvement, I think I'm gonna dial it back to fours. Yeah. But I gave one to a Verizon store because I think we've all been to a cell phone store, and they deserve ones. One, uh, one, you're doing Verizon a service, probably. Yeah. yeah. When I give a one, it's to, you know, like a guy blew a stop sign last Mm -hmm. on Valentine's Day with me. An Uber driver blew a stop sign middle of the night, then told me, sorry, and then goes, oh, my lights weren't on, bro. I I need to give you one star to save the next driver passenger's life. Yeah. And he needs to get a talking to from Uber. Right. Uber needs to call him for sure about that. Or let's go even further. You d- you shouldn't be driving. Yeah, you should not be a professional driver. I don't run stop signs, and I'm not a professional driver. So go ahead. Why was Verizon getting a one star? Well, I mean, I think we've all been to a cell phone store. You know, the customer service in those places is terrible. Especially Verizon. You come in, your phone's broken. They're like, hmm, uh, I don't know. Have you thought about buying a new one for nine hundred dollars? And you're going, is this is this customer service? And uh, the reason I ended up actually giving them a one star is because I went to another Verizon store and they were super helpful. And the lady was like, if we were super helpful, would you mind giving us a Yelp review? I said, I'm going to do you one better. I'm going to give you a good Yelp review and I'm going to give the other Verizon store I went to a bad Yelp review. And I'm going to write in that Yelp review that they should go two more miles down Venice Boulevard to your Verizon store instead of that Verizon store. And that's the last poor Yelp review I gave. You got a lot of free time on your hands. So I found I've, I've been yelping because I found out you connect – I think because I signed up for Yelp via Facebook, like, you know, where you just like go, oh, connect via Facebook. Yeah, you can connect everything. And out. now I have like 365 friends on Yelp, but I think it's just Facebook friends that are also on Yelp. So now I've been looking at other people's Yelp reviews, and I think I'm going to lose some. I think I'm going to stop being friends with certain people now that I've started reading some of my friends' Yelp reviews. I'm like, God, you guys are miserable people. Right. Just going into like car dealerships and like, what do you think was going to happen at the Toyota dealership of Santa Monica? Right. You know, did you think that was going to be a great time? You should have gone in with lower expectations. Yeah. 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 I hate any Yelp review that starts with, uh, I wish they c- you could give no stars. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> all wish you could give no stars. <laughs> right. I used to joke the funniest thing is no matter how bad a driver you are, like you could kill somebody, or you could you could you could pull the passenger out and f- and f- sexually assault them. They still have to leave one. Star. You have to give one. 
I was 20% satisfied, even though I watched the Uber driver yeah. choke my wife to death. Good conversation. <laughs> good, <laughs> clean good conversation. Cover. Yeah, he did have a clean. He did offer me a uh, an iPhone charger right before he <laughs> murdered my family. <laughs> I was fully charged when I called 911. Oh, man. are you? You are not driving then. I am not driving currently, although I can drive. It is my left leg, but I've just now began to uh, be able to bend it. Would it be safe for you to drive? I think, yeah. It would be, because it, it's, not the dri- it's not the leg. Thank goodness it wasn't the right leg. Yes. You, so, w- you wouldn't have been able to drive with the right leg. Right. So it's my left leg, which is nice. But until last week, I had to have this brace that I'm in fully locked in extended position. And now I can bend it. So now wow. I can... Before I could have technically, I guess, driven, but I, but it was impossible to sit in a seat without my leg extended. And it's got like degrees. I'm looking at this knee brace, yeah. and it's got like numbers all over it. Yeah, and, and they locked me in at one you, one ten before. You, wow, dude. Or one, yeah, one fifteen, something like that. So I was locked more than straight or whatever it is. I don't know. You know, if you if if you had broken your arm, left or right, you'd be driving. Already, I I don't think you can legally drive though with a broken arm, can you? I'm Which is weird because people with one arm drive all the time. I've driven. I've just been passenger to a one arm driver who had stick, who drove stick. So he had to take out his arm off the wheel to. He had a little bit of a nub coming off of it. And that would just hold. And he would just and pull it back. Baxter. He would do, he would do the shift with the he nub. Would, it, it was a full-on pickup truck stick shift. Wow! This guy's a badass. If you're online, look up Baxter Humby. I met him on a mountain biking trail. He was mountain biking with one arm, and he needed a, a pump. And I was r- ripping by him. And he's like, "Do you got a pump?" And I had a pump, so I pumped his. He starts pumping up his tire with one arm, and I, I did. Sh- and that's when I noticed. I'm like, "You have one arm." Like I couldn't even be <laughs> polite. I was like, "You have one arm," and he goes, "Yep." And he goes, thanks for the pump. And then he hops on the bike and he takes off. And I follow him, and he's gone. He's so gone on a on a on a single track. I don't know if you mountain bike single track downhill Santa Monica Mountains. It's 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 rough terrain. And then he hops. He throws it in the back of his pickup truck, and he's like, "You want to lift?" And I said, "Sure." And and I hop in. He trains with Sugar Ray Leonard. He's he boxes. He's uh, he's trying to get in the UFC. He was Spider-Man's stunt double in when you know when S- Spider-Man punches through Sandman in yeah. that movie. Yeah, that, that's him. Okay. Anyway, just a badass, badass one-arm guy. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't bring him up in our team arm team yeah, leg argument. You've been sitting on this the whole time. I guess so. <laughs> Doing any surfing? No, no. My not. goal is to. Um, I I've set a goal of surfing again. Uh, by my birthday, which is early July. Yes. If just on a foamy or something, just to get out there and paddle, I can't. I technically cannot put any weight. I can't stand on this um, for at least another eight weeks, and then the doctor says I will be. And he did air quotes walking in late April, early May. Well, so that gives me. When you put quotes, you mean sarcastic. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he, like I said, when will I be walking? And he said, well, you'll be walking, meaning I think like you won't be walking like you used to walk. That's you not what be, quotes mean. He's a yeah, doctor. He yeah, yeah. He's like, you might be like slow walking. He should have done walk. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have done. He should have just moved his hands. So and so hands. Um, so that gives me about two months to go from being able to quote unquote walk to hopefully being able to stand on a foamy maybe. Okay. That's that's my goal. I'd like to surf this summer. I'm going to allow it. Yeah. I'm going to allow it. Or, or, uh, there's no bell these days. There's no bell. This can, is a completely can, different podcast. Can you can say and free. You can say surf. Uh, have you had to cancel any shows? Um, I canceled. Uh, the only shows I canceled were um, a weekend in Alaska. Two I shows. saw that. Chilkut Charlie's probably. Yeah. Two, two good cancel two shows yeah well you know i am at the point where i'm like finally getting to headline some places i've and, I, and they were nice enough to headline me which i was excited about um and i had to cancel that because it was the weekend of my surgery so hopefully okay. to be rescheduled otherwise i have not canceled any shows i'm actually 
um, doing my first road uh, gig since the incident, besides the ones I did while I was still in Tahoe uh, after the accident. But I'm going to Aspen for Aspen Laugh Fest this weekend. Um, to, do, to, to do shows. Okay, great. With the uh, crutches. And the whole thing was to, I was so excited to ask them Laugh Fest. They asked me to do it. I was like, I'd love to do it. Don't tell my manager, but I'd do it for just ski passes and a place to stay. I just want to snowboard. I just want to go to Aspen and do snowboard things. And now I'm just going to go to Aspen and cripple around a ski town. I'm sure there won't be any ice or mud or snow that I have to avoid. This is there's so many treacherous traps in that trip for you also because Aspen is way above sea level so you're gonna sleep in and miss your show <laughs> yeah you're gonna I mean you everything is wrong are, and my shows are après ski shows so they're at three and four p.m. so sleeping in it miss my shows easy oh I man I can do that easy I've I've slept in and missed nine o'clock shows would you say that it would you say it's you wish you had broken your arm and not your leg? Well, and I've said, I think I even said this in team arm, team leg, the injury to your arm way easier than your leg, but never having one again, I think leg, I still think leg over arm. That's insane. But injury for sure, because I broke my wrist and this is way more of a pain in the ass. This is a huge, this is a huge pain in the ass. Right. But I've also, even during this, thought, I wish I didn't have this fucking, like, give me the give me the fake leg right now. I'd prefer the fake leg to this stupid brace. You would crutches. prefer that they remove your leg. I mean, obviously not full term, but if you were like, hey, you got 10 weeks you can do, we'll remove your leg, we'll give it back to you when it's ready, I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's do that. Because this is, crutches are the worst. Crutches are so terrible. They're the worst. They don't fit us. They don't fit, no. And it's a nightmare. And when... When crutches go wrong, there's no, like, you talk about, f there's no three-star crutch fall. There's only five-star crutch falls. Right. When you fall on crutches, you're out. Have you done this downstairs fall yet? Where I have not fallen downstairs. I've almost fallen downstairs multiple times. Because they lift you up. Yeah. You can't, the thing you, the th first time I did, I put the crutches on the same step as me mm -hmm. and then put my feet down. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I went you got to go down. down. Crutch. So it's downstairs, it's crutches first. Upstairs, it's foot first. Right. Yeah, I didn't have a doctor. My dad just went to a thrift store and got me crutches. <laughs> he he Macklemore you some crutches. They were wooden, <laughs> and uh, and they I mean even these ones carve up my hands because yeah my I have wide palms so I can't get in that. I mean it's so archaic. They crutches have been around. If you look at like movies from like the twenties, they're using the same crutches. Like Little Timmy? Yeah. In um, I've been watching a l another thing that I've been doing in my lot of downtime. I've been watching a lot of Shark Tank. Okay. I think maybe the next thing is crutch. Like, we got to improve crutches. I've seen, like, professional athletes on some really nice crutches. Yeah. Maybe LeBron a couple yeah, of years they, back. They, uh, you've got the crutches that, like, your arms snap into. I've you seen know, the ones that like it's like a yeah. It's ergonomic. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. Where instead of it's two bars coming up, it's one bar that comes around and, and tucks yes, under you? Yeah, I've seen those too. That's what I need. Rich people crutches. Rich people crutches. This, these are clinic crutches. we got to write down that for your one of your new bits. Rich people crutches. <laughs> uh, tell me what shows you've got coming up. You know, most people like to plug shows before the sh s episode and after the episode. But I feel like people are listening now. A mid-roll. A mid-roll plug. Right. Those are always stronger. That's what I've found. Uh, I've got Aspen Laugh Fest. I don't know if this will be out in time, but Aspen Laugh Fest. Uh, I'll put this out pretty quick. Okay. So uh, right here at the end of February, February 21st, 22nd. I'll put it out Wednesday. Great. Hey, happy Wednesday. Uh, Aspen Laugh Fest. And then after that, I'm going to go to Boulder and do two shows on that Sunday at uh, the Boulder Comedy Show. Um, which is at the beer garden there. It's a great show. I've done it before. And then the Monday, Tuesday, I'm going to do uh, a couple of the local shows at, uh, at Comedy Works in Denver. And then next month, I will be at Stardome in Birmingham, Alabama. The wow. The 10th, the 11th through the 14th. That's a that's a f um, funny business gig, I think. That's great. Yeah. Good people. And then uh, I'll be out in Palm Springs at Fantasy Springs Casino um, the next to last weekend of March featuring for Alan Havey 
and it's the uh, weekend of Indian Wells Tennis Tournament. So if you're a tennis fan or if you're a desert dweller, come to Fantasy Springs. And otherwise, you can go to JoePrano.com and check out shows. JoePrano.com. And I have two tracks on a, a compilation album that just came out called Valentine's Day is for Suckers, uh, which has a bunch of really funny comics on it. Ten comics, 11 tracks. How's that happen, Lachlan? Because I have two tracks and everybody else has one. That's sweet. Pretty good. Who's Pretty some good other deal. comedians on um, Erica Rhodes, oh, Jody great. Miller, Eddie Pepitone. Beautiful. Um, who else? Guy Branham. Yep. Um, other folks you've heard of. Great comedians. Other folks you've heard of. Uh, You're in good company. Ben Roy. Ben Roy? Yeah. You're in great company. Uh, so it's called Valentine's Day Sucks? Valentine's Day is for suckers. It's for suckers. Yeah. Did, how was your Valentine's Day? Did you, do you feel like a sucker? Um. We didn't really do all that much of it. Like, it wasn't especially Valentine's-y, um, but I've been staying with my girlfriend in Hermosa a lot because she has an elevator, which is very helpful. So that morning, we slept in a little bit. We went out to Uncle Bill's Pancake House. We got pancakes. Nice, long pancakes. Long pancakes? No, nice, long pancake breakfast. We okay. An extended breakfast. We just took our time. They weren't like... No, they were they were round. Big, big round ones. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and then after that, we went to uh, the Warby Parker store because we were both in needs of glasses upgrades. She was she broke her eyeglasses, and I need uh, new sunglasses. So we went we went shopping. Okay. And then uh, we went out to dinner. It's basically just eating, right? And then we went out to dinner at a Vietnamese spot, and some of her friends that were boyfriendless joined us she said could, could some of my friends wow they, they hopped on your Valentine's? and i she was boyfriendless last year and was with one of her friends and her boyfriend and so she was like i kind of feel like i should return the favor i was like hey we already did breakfast that was good enough for me as long as i'm not paying for all these women sure bring them along we don't care as men because it's not about us right so if you want to fuck it up by bringing a friend yeah that's your p- stupid mistake yeah and it was fine with me yeah, it's always fine. Yeah. But if you really want that romantic Valentine's Day, don't bring your friend. And I and and the big thing uh, uh, for Valentine's Day was because she's given me a lot of heat that I have never posted her on my Instagram. Oh shit! Because I'm hiding her from the world apparently. Right. Meanwhile, I was saying I'm hiding her from the degenerate podcast fans. Right. That, that you know tend to study everything that we do on the internet and then become really creepy about stuff. I'm like, I promise this is my gift to you. Yeah. But I've taken a lot of heat for hiding her from the world. So I put up a picture of her from pancake breakfast, sweet caption. I I saw it. And then I was, uh, yelled at for putting up an unapproved picture. Cause this is women. Four stars maximum. (laughs) You're, you're, you, you, I, I joked on my last episode that we live on probation. The whole relationship, you're on probation. Mm-hmm. You never committed a crime, but you got to call in. Yeah. And they're going to We have original sin. The original sin. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. And they, they're, P- they're a PO, and they as soon as you call in, they tell uh, they start asking you questions, make sure that you can corroborate everything. So, so that un- was it. An unapproved picture. That was what I was yelling Confessed at your undying love to her. Yep. Wrong picture. Wrong picture. The thing, I didn't even do my hair today. There's so many better pictures of us. And I said, well, this one's from today when you're wearing the red and we're eating pancakes. Good. This is our pancake picture. Good. She, maybe she just needs to be encouraged that she actually looks great. Yeah. And I said, you look fantastic. You did? Yeah. Okay, good. So I think you look stunning today. Did she tell you to take it down? No, but she was definitely not happy with the with the decision to put it up. But, I th- you know, we, we, we wrote this storm. She's very excited that, I got to say, she's very excited I'm here today. She is? She really, she loves you. She needs she space? Loves, she loves you. She loves your comedy. And uh, she's like, I can't believe you and Lachlan used to do a podcast together and you don't anymore. You guys got to she like wants us to hang out more. She's very supportive of our relationship. She's like, you got to go do this podcast if Lachlan asks you to do it. I said, I'm, yeah, I can't wait to do it. We've been trying. If uh, I know if some of the fans of the Cook's Comedy have been reaching out and saying, why haven't you had Prano on? I can tell you I have been telling you because I have been trying. Mm-hmm. But obviously he broke his leg and he is in Hermosa being 
massaged. Yeah. But you look, other than the leg, you look good. Thanks. I lost 20 pounds. You did? From, from, I don't, I think I might have put a couple back on, but. We always look at our stomach when we say that. Yeah. I'm either, well, I'm that's gaining. I keep it all. We all think we keep it there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, when I had the accident, I know because right before I left for Tahoe, I weighed myself and I was about 205. And then randomly af- about after surgery, week or so after surgery, so maybe three weeks after the accident, I was at her place and she's got a scale. And I was like, yeah, wonder if I've gained weight. Lo- and I was down to 187. So I'd lost 18 pounds in like three weeks. Wow. Yeah. And why? I think um, a combination of things. I think one, um, just being... I was basically bedridden for the first couple of weeks, especially pre-surgery. But that, but that to me would mean if you continued your same diet, right? Bedridden. Which I didn't because a lot of t- you know when you're like in a hotel room or when you're at your place alone. Like when I've got her there to help out, it's one thing. But when I was by myself, it's like, oh, you know, I could go for a, I could go for a bag of chips or I could go for a ice cream right now or whatever. And I'm like, but I could also not get up and find the crutches and hobble to the kitchen oh wow and then also here's another thing i might bring up on shark tank some sort of gimbal arm tray so that you can carry things because when you're on crutches third arm you can't carry you got two arms and you got to use you got to man your crutches third arm so it's hopping around or crutching so i do a lot of crutching into the kitchen eating in the kitchen crutching back to the bed so i think it's just a matter of eating less because it's harder to fucking eat. I guess so. And then pain and then pain pills aren't great on your stomach. No. What do you got there? I see your pill bottle sit, sitting there. This is this is my. Uh, I've I've gone through a number of different things. Right now I'm on the hydrocodone, acetaminophen, seven seven point five over thirty two three twenty five. So that's seven point milligrams. Seven point five milligrams of the hydrocodone over three hundred and twenty five milligrams of acetaminophen. Acetaminophen. Yeah. So that's uh, that's oxy's with yeah. a, with Tylenol. Yeah. So that's all painkiller that fucks with your yeah. digestive system. Yeah. So I'm also on a I'm choline. I'm surprised you've lo- lost weight. Yeah. You're on what else? Like they then there's then I'm on this stuff just to make Laxative. sure I can take a shit. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Colin, our boy Colin. Yeah. Uh, gave me he hit me up when he saw I had an accident. He says I got these special pills. You I'll can't bet. tell a doctor about these. I was like. What the fuck is this? And he's like, I took it, and my bone healed six months faster. Colin snapped his leg. Yeah, and at apparently it improved like in record time or something because of this secret pill his buddy gave him. <laughs> so he doctors kept, hate him. Yeah. So I took. I started to after I had the surgery because I didn't want to heal pre-surgery. So after I had the surgery, he gave me this bag of pills, and they're so. First of all, they're like horse pills. And they leave a residue in the bag. The bag is like white. And he told me, uh, you're going to shit. Like, be within five minutes of a toilet because wow. they might make you shit, which they haven't done to me. <laughs> and, and no joke, he said this. He handed them to me. We met. We did a drug deal in the street. He goes, be near a toilet. And also, you're going to have massive loads of jizz. Jizz. Exactly. Is that true? Um, I don't want to know. Yeah. Is it true, though? It's like, I don't want to know. Well, <laughs> what's funny is, like, here's something you shouldn't say uh, if you have not prepped your girlfriend. You shouldn't be like, not as big as I thought it would be. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> She's like, what? I'm like, well, Colin said, what do you mean you Colin th- said you should have bigger loads? What is, <laughs> what is, what the fuck is happening? I'm like, ah, it's a long story. But anyway, hopefully I'm healing faster. Yeah, you can't take what Colin says equal he's an anomaly yeah he's always been different so so hopefully it'll hopefully it's healing me faster and you take them regularly i take one in the morning and one at night he gave me i think he gave me 90 pills he said take two a day for 45 days do you know what they are no i don't think he knows what they are really yeah and you're just taking them anyway hey man (laughs) he like i have i have an extreme sports injury so i'm gonna trust colin on this one Snowboarding is, is snowboarding extreme. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't think I was doing it in extreme, but I think it would fall under the extreme sure. sports. I would think that any time that the recreational sports, yeah, it's you know. that you're doing sports in nature, it's always yeah. different than if yeah. you're doing it in an indoors controlled environment. Right. I mean, I was drinking a Mountain Dew Code Red while I was 
<laughs> doing it, so it's pretty extreme. And you just <laughs> hit a guy? It's I mean, I know you've told the story. I you have, but I, I, I don't mind telling it again because it is a ridiculous thing. Um, you ski, snowboard. Yep. Um, it was, it was a catwalk. So for people who are not skiers or snowboarders, catwalks are usually um, thinner trails that that tend to traverse across the mountain um, so that you can go from one side to the other. So usually not very steep, um, thinner cross sort of cross mountain trails, which I was on because we were hanging out in uh, at Heavenly, which is right on the california nevada border there's a couple different peaks there's the nevada side and there's the california side we were on the nevada side because it was sunnier and fun and whatever and uh the gang that i was riding with w parked in the california side and half of them were leaving and they were like let's traverse back over to the california side we'll go have a beer at the mid lodge we'll leave and then you and eddie can can keep going so we were just on this little catwalk eddie ift eddie ift and by the way, I told Eddie that morning, I said, if I get seriously injured, please kill me. And he didn't. So Eddie Ift is dead to me. Um, Sorry. Uh, but Sorry so we're just traversing time. on this little trail. And it's one of those ones, especially when you're on a snowboard as opposed to skis, where you're just trying to keep a good pace because you don't want to have to unbuckle and walk it at any point. With skis, you can pull yourself if you get a little, if you start slowing down. So I was just going straight, keeping my line. But. When you're doing that, everybody on those little catwalks is usually moving at their own little pace. So some people are passing you. You're passing some people. Me and Eddie are going along. Eddie's moving on skis a little faster than I am. He passes this guy on the left. I'm about to pass the guy on the right. And the guy, for some reason, I think because he's super stoned after this, we smelled him. But he just falls. Eddie triggered him? I don't think so because Eddie had passed him a little bit, but something tr he just fell. And the worst part is instead of just falling, he like tried to not fall and he was on a snowboard. So he as he was falling, he caught an edge and he just basically was falling and made a hard right turn. And when he hard right turned, he stopped. So it was basically like he, he turned to his right and stopped and and just happened to be stopping right in my path no time to react zero time to react like i actually i saw it ha i saw him falling but i was like i don't i couldn't go left i couldn't go right i couldn't raise up to try to lift over him or avoid just so he hadn't even fully fallen he was falling and as he was falling my front left knee ran directly into his back as he was going down so if you think about like a football player running and they do the they kind of get hit at the legs and they flip. Mm -hmm. If I were a football player, I would have flipped, but instead I had a snowboard that You're was anchored, anchored to the ground. So my body kept going forward. My feet stayed planted. My, the top of my knee, the, your knee joint where you have two balls that come together. What the doctor said is basically the top one pushed down and shattered the bottom one. Ah, yeah. Was it, were you scared? I wasn't scared. I was in the hell of a lot of pain. Were you traumatized? Are no. you traumatized? No. no. You don't have bad dreams? I have these weird... I have So I just said this on Dirty Sports. I have weird dreams. All of my dreams are about my leg being injured in some regard. But you know when you have a nightmare and you wake up and you're like, thank God. Yes. I I'm doing the reverse. It's always some like minor leg injury I have. Like I'm in a football game and I've got a Charlie horse and I got to get back on the field. And then I wake up and it's worse. I've been I'm in fucking traction with a shattered knee. Oh, <laughs> like, oh yeah. You never see the oh, my God. No. And it's worse. Yeah. Like I keep having these weird dreams that I'm in some sort of sporting event and I've twisted my leg or hurt my leg or something. And then I wake up and it's like, no, you've really severely injured your leg. So the mental trauma is actually lighter than the physical trauma. Yeah. Yeah. Mentally, I'm I mean, mentally, it sucks. Like right. life is just infinitely more difficult there's a depression that will naturally go does a doctor make you fill out little questionnaires yeah yeah and what are the kind of questions they ask all kind you know a lot of they're, they're they definitely hint at like your depression are you gonna are kill you, yourself are you gonna kill yourself but yeah. it's like do you find it sometimes hard to smile yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah right here and and the there's one there's one long questionnaire like 
at the hospital and it was all smiley faces from frowns to happiness. I know rate, this one. Rate yourself on only smiling scales. Yeah. You know, like only only sad to happiness. Yeah, like one sad, to ten, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got that too. I was surprised that I am a I am a resting five of unhappiness. <laughs> of pain. It was a it's a pain chart. Mm-hmm. Uh, ten is tears. Yeah. I had a, s- a kidney stone. I was screaming. I was like, I was swearing as loud as I could swear. It was the most pain I've ever been in my life. But I didn't cry. Yeah. So does that mean I'm not in a, t- a ten of pain? First of all, right. you're never in a ten of pain. It's one and nine. Well, that's the thing too. I'm glad that that you brought this rating thing up. Is um, e- the worst pain that I felt the whole time was post surgery. Okay. Um, right after I got out of surgery, I was in a hell of a lot of pain and wanted all of the pain pills. And they they only ask you this one to ten scale. How, what is your pain level? And even post surgery, I was still I th- I maybe said nine once, but I think ten. I said eight and a half. Oh, you did. I never said ten because I had to leave room for. But this, ten, this this mythical ten that I might feel. But I had to leave room for 10. But then they don't give you the pills, the full but dose. I mean, when I'm, when I'm telling them, so when I first got hurt, um, the guy asked me my pain level after I came down off the mountain. I was in this clinic, and that I was unsure about whether or not I, I wasn't sure if I was had, like, the worst bruise of all time, that there was a shock pain. So I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And the guy's like, well, are you sure you want to come in here? You're gonna, It's going to be expensive. And I was like, I don't know. Do I? And he's like, let's take you to. And he's like, what's your pain level? And I was like, four, five. And when they determined that I had broken, shattered my tibial plateau, the guy who had met me in the room came running in. And he's like, bro, you said four or five, and you have shattered your tibial plateau. He's like, that's a 12 on the pain scale. He's like, we had a woman in here the other day. I had to make her bite down on a belt. Wow. And I was like, well, I had, you know, I don't know. I, I, I was like middle of the pack. Pain. I mean, it, was, it hurts a lot, but what's 10? Like You've got to leave a car room. accident, right? Like I've fucking been thrown off a motorcycle or something. I think 10 is I prefer uh, somebody kill me. Yeah. End my life. Yeah. And I know that there, there is a level of pain where you want to end your life. So yeah. I, I'm, exce- I'm, re- I'm saving 10 for that. Exactly. Nine post surgery. My when I when I finally pushed nine, I was like, I want all the drugs, but I don't want to die. Right. I want ten. Yeah. I want ten amount of drugs. Yeah. For my nine of pain. Yeah. Man. Pain. Are you? Do you sometimes want to just sleep in? Is that one of the questions they ask? Yeah. You? Yeah. Do you just sometimes feel like not getting out of bed? Yeah, and I and I avoided the. I I wanted to make sure that they, like, I didn't know what if it would be good or bad to say like to give my honest depression scale. Yeah, I was like, like, does that get me some sort of pain medication, or does that get me like? It gets a lady to come in with sad face. Yeah, I didn't want that. So I lied. I lied (laughs) and said, because like it was like, do you want to? I go, yeah, all the time. I'm a comedian. I didn't fuck the leg thing. I always want to sleep in. Right. What am I getting up for? That's funny because, yeah, they, you know, when I, I watched. Oh, Garrett you're talking about the injury. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant just life. You know, I just had a conversation with my girlfriend about hiding her on Instagram. Yeah. Sometimes I think about not getting up, Doc. Valentine's Day. I was watching Gary Goldman's comedy special. Did you watch it? No, I didn't. How is it? It's good. I mean, I've, I've watched Gary for many years. He's hilarious. He talks about depression, though, and I don't think I have depression, but when he describes his depression, I'm like, oh, that's just everybody. Yeah. Like, he's just, and I shouldn't dismiss depression, but his description of it, I was like, okay, well, yeah, then I have depression. He'll, he'll say, sometimes I would just sleep until my show, and then I would go back to my hotel after the show and go back to sleep. Me- oh, you mean you're a road comedian? I mean, <laughs> you mean every Sometimes town? I get up and I just go to Starbucks and <laughs> I get a coffee and I go back to bed and I don't do anything. Watch Shark Tank on. That's dep- that's depression. Yeah. Well, then we're all. Yeah. Every comedian on the road is suffering. Um, but but in the end, you and your lady are are in good. You're in. You're do. You guys are doing good. We're hanging in there. It's fucking hard, man. Yeah, it's hard. Um, yeah. But we're we're in a good place today. Good. <laughs> day n- day by day. 
I had I I crushed Valentine's Day. Can I tell you that? Yeah. I had can. a card. I had dinner. I had. I had made little coupons. Oh, you did the coupon. Uh, fuck coupon yeah, I did the guy. coupons too. They were good. Good coupons. for one back massage. Yeah, deep tissue though. <laughs> Expires December thirty first, twenty twenty. I even signed them so they're official documents. And I got her a necklace with a little half moon. Yeah. And then you have a necklace that half moons together. <laughs> and it, it creates one full moon. <laughs> no. That's funny. I did I got my uh I got my girlfriend a bracelet with the uh longitude latitude coordinates of where we met. Ooh. Does she wear it? She wears it and she likes it. When it's funny because the longitude latitude coordinates are ponchos in Manhattan Beach. It's too bad she <laughs> It's just the coordinates of ponchos. Yeah. So if you pull up our our longitude latitude, it's just Rosecrans and Highland in Manhattan Beach, Poncho's <laughs> restaurant. But that's where we met, you it's, know. It'll be. It's there. It's the land. Yeah. If Poncho's is gone, it's still where you met. Yeah. We went uh, after dinner. I took her to the place where we met. Coincidentally, eleven years ago, the bar where she was. Which a is where? It's called Thirty One Ten now, but it's Thirty One Ten Main Street on in Santa Monica. It's a bar, and it's been three other bars since I've. Is that met wh- her. what bar? What bar was that? Like, what has been there that I would know? Is it like? It was called Hidden. It's that bar. It's next to a bulletproof coffee set back oh, by, oh, the, yeah, by yeah. the cigar store. Yes, I totally know it. Yeah. Got it. So I met her in there with my my buddies back when I was in my young 30s, 31 too. This this the legend is you were on rollerblades. Oh, first date. <laughs> yeah. First date I came in on rollerblades. <laughs> she wasn't having it. She, she still t- tells that stupid joke. What do you um um What's the hardest part about rollerblades? Yeah, blades? telling your parents <laughs> you're not gay. Telling your parents you're gay. Whatever. She loves that joke. Uh, still mad at me today, though. Mad at me today. It's too bad they can't look at that necklace two days later. Right? You Like, that's the hardest part with relationships. It's like, when you, if you kill it, it should buy you X amount of days. If you knew it, it would give you so much more security. And it would make us do it more often. Right. Wouldn't it? If you knew killing Valentine's Day gave you a week. Right. Every guy would I'll take or a, a lot of guys would kill it if it was guaranteed. Yeah, guaranteed. Like if I kill it, it's gonna be a week. She called me the next day while I was I was doing something, and she said, "Hey, I just want you to know that I had such an amazing time last night, didn't you?" And I said, "Yeah, I had a great time, but you had an amazing time." <laughs> yeah, I took you everywhere. I gave you a, a beautiful meal, and I gave you gifts. I wrote a card. I filled the whole card. The, the whole th- and as opposed to just happy valentine's day i love you i did the whole card i so got yelled at on valentine's day night before bed you did yeah and we had a d- we had a good valentine's day and i got yelled at before bed i mean she had a couple of drinks but also uh so i got yelled at and i uh, who knows <laughs> if she'll fucking hear this and hate me for saying it but i got yelled at because so after dinner her f- she wanted to go out to a bar with the with the two friends that met us for dinner. So I was like, well, how far is this bar? Oh, it's just a block away. So I was like, okay, I can do a block on crutches. It's more like four blocks away, which on crutches is pain in the ass. I guess it's like if a girl had high heels and we yeah. asked her to go. But I'd, I did the whole day. We had the whole day out. We were standing in a glasses store for two hours. The, the, the hardest part about this is as I as I improve my health, I'm more active. But the more active I am, the worse it gets at night because it's been I've been active all day. And you're more drugged. swollen. Oh, man. Yeah, so much going on. So four block walk to this bar. My foot by the time I sit in this bar is like a canned ham. It's like it's gross and swollen. And fine. And we, uh, can we have a couple of drinks? Sure. Then we get in a shitty Uber Looks and like it's a too small. Booty after you yeah. get out of the ocean. And it's just disgusting. And before bed, apparently I didn't make enough of an effort to, like, get romantic before bed. And I was like, I'm sorry. I have my foot elevated. And, like, we had a good day. Can we just, you know, do it in the morning? And I was okay. yelled at for. Yelled at? I mean, not yelled at. But, yeah, I mean, there was definitely some. Well, I wasn't yelled at, but I was. There was stress. There was anger that I was not. Not love. Yeah. And I was like, hey, 
What about what I'm in walked? this position because I four block hoofed it to take your friends out for a cocktail on our Valentine's Day. Right. But I wonder if she's happy that we're doing this podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> Did she listen? I love you, baby. There you go. I love you. There you go. Do it in a normal voice. <laughs> I love, love, love you. Love you, baby. I love you so much. I can't I just can't stand it. I do love her though. That's that's the important part, right? That's it. That is the important part if they're the right one. Yeah. It's horrible if they're not. Yeah. If you love someone and they're not the right one, I feel bad for you. I can tell you, though, my parents have uh, been together for f- over 50 years, and they still have to, they have to, you know, go through it sometimes, have the argument, and yeah. talk about it, and resolve it. Like, it's never ending. Anyone who thinks there's a end at some point, you know what it, my goal is, is that we can just, I've said this before, we can just, I want to get to the point where me and my lady can be in a room and there can be a bunch of people around and I can look at her and she can look at me and we know exactly what each other is thinking without saying anything. Yeah. That's communication black belt. That's when you're ready to spend the rest of your life with somebody. Until then, it's just, Oh man, like she does things like I mentioned. She today. This is why we're fighting. Is she said, "Are you still using this glass?" <laughs> but it's in the sink, and I'm playing with the kid in the uh, in the backyard. And you know, you know, I left that glass in the sink. Okay, I'll just. Has anybody ever taken the glass back out of the sink to reuse? Dude, once it's in the sink, you're like, I'll get a new glass before I. Use that one again. Right. Quit it. Quit this mind fuck. Yeah. Are you done with this? Like, like I'll be no, getting in the car. Damn well, I'm done with that glass. <laughs> in the reserved, I'm done with the glass area. I'll just put it away for you. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm so sick of this. Now, language. was it? Wa- no, like you just put it there to be. You guys have a dishwasher. It was in the sink. So it was in the sink as a pre putting in the dishwasher it didn't need to be right you just you're just like hey i'm gonna put this down because i got a kid to play with valentine's day was two days ago. yeah yeah <laughs> i got four or five more days well i i always think about your joke and i love it because i i once started a joke that was similar i love your joke about um did you spill something in the garbage right because <laughs> one time i started writing a joke because um i i cleaned my ex-girlfriend's uh, our, our shared apartment and she was very mad that I didn't clean the sink after I did all the dishes. We didn't have a dishwasher. So I cleaned the sink. I cleaned the dishes in yeah. the sink and you didn't clean the sink. I go sort of self cleaning, right? It's I use soap in here the whole time, water going everywhere. It's going to get clean. It's it, there has been a lot of palm olives splish splashing around this. It's pretty fun. It's 99.44% clean in this sink right now. What the fuck was I supposed to do? Right. Like, how how do you clean a sink? Do you have to... I don't understand why you have to wash the coffee pot every day. It's just going to have coffee in it tomorrow. Like, if we were putting oatmeal in it on Wednesdays, I get it. Right. But, man... And and all the components of the coffee maker, you know, like the the, the receptacle and the, the lid... And the cord, we're washing the cord. I have a French press. Scrubbing the little copper ends of the plug, the outlet. Yeah. I have a French press and my go-to as a single man, uh, you know, for the most part, like on my own, making a lot of coffee for myself at home. My go-to is I make coffee in the French press. I rinse it out so that there's no, you know, remnants in there. I fill the whole thing with water. Yeah. I, I sort of plunge it a few times. Okay. I leave it full of water. Let it marinate. Just let it marinate. The next day, dump out that water, give it a rinse, start again. There's been no soap involved. And then maybe every other use, there's some soap involved. Every third use, there's some soap involved. How's your coffee uh, taste? Fucking delicious. <laughs> uh, it's perfect. I, I, I'm not sure that this isn't the absolutely positively best method. Are we going to see Prano running for president in 2020? I'm hobbling for president at this point. <laughs> I don't right. think I'm running anywhere. There's the, no running. The doctor said I can quote-unquote walk for president. <laughs> Do you have a running mate? 
Um, well, you know, I convinced Bill Walton years ago to be my running mate. Okay. I, I asked him to run for president. He said he has no interest. I said, what about being my running mate? And he agreed. He did agree in person to be my running mate. So I'm still holding him to that. What a coincidence that you, like your running mate, are going through a career-ending injury. Yeah. He had his ankle fused, I heard. He has a lot. He had a lot. Foot, ankle, back. Yeah. He When I went and saw him, when I convinced him to be my running mate, we went and saw him at a book reading uh, down in, like, Costa Mesa or something like that. And he told the story about being so depressed because he was – his back was so bad that he was laying face first on the floor eating cereal like a dog eats its food. He was <sighs> eating his cereal. Couldn't He couldn't uh, – handle using a spoon so he's literally eating cereal and oatmeal and things out of bowls as if he were a dog he couldn't use a spoon he couldn't because he had to lay flat and he couldn't spoon so yeah he was and i was like that's pretty that's a pretty bad god situation man. but he, and yeah he talked about being basically suicidal at that point but he's come out of it and he's got a lot you know he had multiple surgeries he's doing he's better great. these days he's fucking the best and he would hate that i said he's the fucking best because he Yelled at us for swearing. He did. Yeah, he was like, "Does you?" I, I like, can't believe you swore around Bill Walton. I don't even. I'm not even sure I swore on, but he said, uh, "We said we asked him if he would do our podcast, and he was like, you guys do a lot of swearing on the podcast.' We're like, from time to time, he's like, you shouldn't. You should clean up your language. You should. Yeah, he's like, you should. You should throw throw in some more positivity. Throw down those swears. <laughs> throw those swears down the toilet, big fella. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Wow. Okay. So there is a chance that you might run as an independent. I'm waiting for everybody. You know, a lot of people came out early. I was very early on, but like, you know, like even in the comedians, Ben Glebe started his campaign, has already dropped out. Andrew Yang dropping out. We got a lot of people dropping out. I'm waiting. You're still in. The late put. Yeah, but I'm just sitting. I'm waiting in the weeds here for when it gets down to the, the general. Tell, then I'm back in. Tell the listeners some of your platform my pro platforms, pros. My, my platforms, the things that I'm running on, most importantly, and I think, and honestly, this is true even if I were not in this election and were having to vote for somebody. First and foremost, the, most, the single most important thing to me in politics worldwide is we have to stop fighting everybody over complete and utter bullshit and spending... 15 times the amount of money on war and fighting people than we do on anything else at all. And people all go, people always like to complain about the Bernies and the whoever saying, oh, we're going to give away free health care. We're going to give free college. And it's like, how do you how do you plan to pay for that? Well, very simple. If we just stop fighting everybody over nonsense, over oil and religion and craziness, we can pay for everything. We could be. The American economy, we make plenty of money to go like I, I'm not a college should be free guy, but it could be if we didn't spend we spend trillions on war with a T that I don't even know how many zeros are in trillion. I think it's like 12. Is that 10 hundred billion? I think it's I think I think it's I think it's 10 hundred yeah, billion. I think it's a thousand. Yeah, a thousand billion. Exactly. So like 900 billion, then a trillion. Right. Nine hundred ninety nine billion. Twelve zeros. 12 zeros. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Trillions? That's a made-up number that we only had to create for the military budget. And Jeff Bezos. Right. He doesn't even have He doesn't even, he has like a couple hundred billion. I think okay. I think he has like 100 billion or 200 billion. He doesn't even have half of a trillion. We had to create the number trillion to have a number for to explain the, the war receipts. It's a good pick because B by billion is two, yeah, and trillion is three, right. So quad quadrillion would that be the next number we're looking at? I think maybe. I think you might be right. Wow, I'm a quadrillionaire. What well, someone's gonna say that one day when we're dead? Yeah. Well, so I like it first and foremost, and, and then we can take care of the environment. We can take care of all that stuff. That's all great, and I'm end totally war. Stop it! Just stop it! Stop fighting wars. Everybody comes back, and they defend the country from over here. Yeah. The best offense is a good defense. Remember those uh, works speed stick commercials? It works for the Japanese. Yeah. They don't even have an offense. Do you know that? Yeah. They only have enough army to defend. And we are – and we are uh, – we could be isolationists. We have our own continent. We're surrounded by allies. Mm -hmm. We don't need 
we don't have to protect ourselves from Canada or Mexico or anybody coming. We, w- you better protect yourself from Canada because yeah. we're watching. <laughs> Watch out for us. Did you see the quality of life rankings around the world? Quality of life, Canada won. Canada's number one. I mean, oh, you know, according Top to four. their, cor- it's a quality of life based on uh, the citizen how they feel. So right. Canadians seem to be happy. We've always been very happy, paying yeah. high taxes, and at the same time, if we ever get sick, we're we're helped. It's funny how like here when I first moved here. I couldn't believe there were people just limping down the street. And I thought that that was weird. And even cars with huge dents, massive dents driving down the street. We have subsidized car insurance, too. So when you get a dent, you just go get it fixed. And it comes out of your insurance, which you all pay to the government. So, like, that, it's things like that. Health care, insurance, like, any of this stuff, people go, oh, hi. How do you fix all of it? And it's really simple. We spend way more on fighting bullshit wars than we do on anything. Like we could, for healthcare would be totally free, and everybody makes more. Like the insurance companies make more money, the doctors make. More, everybody makes more money if we just take money away from just being like, hey, if we just bomb some random country because like some bullshit that no, none of us even know yeah. why we're doing it. Like the, what they tell us isn't even real. So that's my number one. I like it. But it looks like we're coming down. We've got Trump and now Bloomberg, which, by the way, as a New Yorker, to me, would be the funniest general election ever. Do we vote for the racist New Yorker that used to be a Republican and is now a Democrat or the racist New Yorker who used to be a Democrat and is now a Republican? Mind blowing. I didn't even know Bloomberg was running. It's not I'm not it's not my fight. Yeah. But from an outsider's perspective who doesn't uh, get to vote. You don't get to vote. I, th- I thought you were a citizen these days. No, no. You just have you just have your official status now. You're like, I'm allowed to just live here and work here. Green card. Green card. Is green card and a forever green card? No. How it's, often? It needs to be renewed. Well, I'm in a renewal process, if you can believe it, and it's taking forever. They even sent me like renewal papers, and they said on the papers it says your renewal is processing. This is like last year. Because you had a visa forever. Like you yes. were and then I had five different visas. And now it was somewhat recently that you got a green card. Yeah, I had to get a green card and I thought that then my my days of stressing out over renewal would be over. But no, you gotta renew green card. It's just another of the same shit. Yeah. The only difference is I could be like I could get a job as like a landscaper now. Whereas with the green card visas, you can only be what it says on the visa. Right. With the green card, I can be whatever I want to be. You're here, and you can just act as a, as if you're a citizen, even though you're not a citizen. Right. Basically. No one will know. I don't even mention it until I walk in the Whole Foods. If you got a, if you got like a vote. misdemeanor, or like if you got a, if you got arrested for something, do they, do, would they revoke your green card? Do you get sent back? I think it depends on what it is, but you could. You could essentially when you go to renew, you're not going to get sent to port. Some Canadian crime like importing maple syrup uh, right. under the, you know, this black market maple syrup. There's a lucrative underground <laughs> maple syrup trade. Uh, my my great granduncle was a maple syrup smuggler back during prohibition. <laughs> and uh, we used to trade back and forth between the the Americans, they would get the alcohol. I remember something about you as a Canadian, man. You do you do demand your you when you go get pancakes. You got you go you got, you got that real maple syrup. I'll, it's an it's extra extra dollar fifty. I'll take it. Yeah. Oh man, hell yeah. I also don't do your farm salmon. I won't do the farm salmon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very Canadian maple syrup and salmon for sure. Pacific Northwestern <laughs> salmon. Tell me again where people can go see your shows. They can go to JoePrano.com and check out my calendar. The The shows I got coming up are Aspen, uh, a bunch of Colorado, Aspen Laugh Fest, Boulder, Denver, uh, followed by Birmingham, Alabama, and uh, Palm Springs or Fantasy Springs Resort Casino in, in March. And then just keep your eye on, on JoePrano.com for, for other shows coming up. And check out Valentine's Day is for Suckers, which I think we've discussed at length and proven it is indeed for Suckers. <laughs> you have more shows with the broken leg than I think you ever had without the broken leg. Um, I've got, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely working a little bit more. 
it was even better prior to the broken leg. I was in a nice little run there for a while. Uh, we just talked about it recently too. Shows it's now about the quality of show and you know, the, you're upping your I'm minimum requirements. I'm trying. Good. And then there's still, you know, you still get duped into things every once in a while. Like last night I did the lab late night at the improv lab. Saturday night. Saturday night. My spot was 12:22 p.m. a.m. So late night at the lab. A.m. That's funny. Uh, $10 spot, which I don't understand how comedy clubs in 2020 can with straight face hand you a $10 bill and then charge you full price for a beer. Yeah. Half price, but it's still $4 Half price for only the, those, the, the taps that are shit. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I got a Miller light and they charged me $4 and I gave them $2. So I paid $6 for a Miller light, right? Which I am sponsored by and, yeah. and have at home for f- an endless amount for free. Ice house gives you free drinks. Yeah. That's nice. Uh, comedy magic club gives you free drinks. Comedy store and improv do not give you free drinks. Well, I, I was telling you, I'm watching a lot of Shark Tank these days. Yeah. And there's this model in uh, retail now uh, with, like, Tom's shoes or Bomba socks or stuff like that, where this model is uh, you buy one, we'll give one away for free to somebody in need. And I've noticed in comedy, now it's uh, we do one show for pay, and we have to do one for, like, this charity but the charity is the major comedy clubs in in major cities in America, like New York and L.A. And they need your help. I go on the road. Like if I'm in, you know, Costa Mesa last week, I get a good pay to do one spot. And then I come back to Los Angeles and go to the Hollywood Improv, one of the most famous you know things in the world. And I got to do your fucking free show. Basically. Ten bucks. And I and because I was hurt, I spent the, the Uber last night surging back. Forty-eight dollar Uber home. Come on. So I spent s- almost seventy dollars in Ubers Come to make on. ten to make four dollars after a beer. Don't do that. Right. But also, it's the improv. So do I have to do it so that they want me? B- you know. Don't do it. I know. In retrospect, the improv I agree is a very wonderful place to work for. Mm-hmm. But the twelve twenty-two spot at the lab. Just tell me about broken leg. Yeah, I should have. That should have been at mine. the same time we learn I'm doing I'm doing the show in t- Woodland in Topanga Canyon for a hundred bucks and I I've been doing it for 22 years and I'm doing this thing you d- you've been doing this sh- oh you've been doing comedy 22 years it's my own fault I do yeah. this I make the same mistakes is what I'm saying you'll never stop making those mistakes but at least you're giving yourself a little poke in the head like don't do that I'm now at the point where it's whatever perks come with it is what I'm looking for. Like Aspen Laugh Fest, actually, it is fantastic. They're paying me fantastically, and I'll be in it. But I was going because I was like, I'll do it so I can ski. Right. You know? Or I'll go there because I can surf. Or I'll go there because the food at this place is great. It's you know? Aspen. Yeah, it's Aspen. Well, it sounds like you're doing fantastic. I'm hanging in there, dude. I'm trying. How are you? I am doing well. I'm doing well. I'm doing a lot less shows than I used to because I have a little boy. He's uh, he's so cute. We took him to the beach today, and he played in the sand. He took his pear and just dipped it in the sand like it was cinnamon. Yeah. And then just put it in his mouth. Yeah. Loves to eat sand. <laughs> Do you um, – I feel like the best part about having a son is just being able to honestly say the phrase, give me back my son. Just if anybody's <laughs> holding your son. Do you just get, do, you do that? Do you I ever do it just to – do you ever let somebody hold your son just so you can ask for him back eventually? Give me back my son. That's great. That's a good one. Or don't touch my son. Yeah. Did you touch my son? Yeah, no, it's – there's a, the son word, you know, like I, I'm I, – give me my son. Are you uh, – and I know that you're Where's trying to wrap – I know you're trying to wrap this up because you got me to plug my dates again, but I have one, one more follow-up question. Yeah. And you can throw me out. You can cut me off whenever you want, but will you have more children? That's been uh, the show today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't, think so. I don't think so. I think one's great. Yeah. One's fine. I think we both agree one's fine. People keep telling us, you'll, you'll see. You'll see. I don't think so. I think we had a, a nice, I mean, amazing life-changing accident. But fool me once, shame on me. <laughs> yeah. 
No. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me once, shame on me. If you had to give your son uh, one to five stars. (laughs) (laughs) One star. One star. He's got worlds of improvement. He can't do anything. He he dipped his pear in the sand. He has so much work to do. I wish I could give him zero stars. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You guys, thanks for listening. Please come up with the name for the show and send it to me. Please rate. Please review. And please go check out Joe and all of those places. And also, you're fucking welcome. You got Joe Prano on the show. Isn't that great? Isn't this great? We're back. It, it, I mean, it's, it is fantastic to be under the sesh sign in the shactory. I don't know if it's still branded as the shactory. I think for the, this, the garage formerly known as the shactory. Well, I call it the shack, but I could call it the shactory again. It doesn't um, matter. You know, a lot of people, for some reason, I think I don't know what it was about the Kusa comedy, but even in comedy, a lot of people still think of us as some sort of duo. Yeah. I was at the improv last night, as I said, and the host of the show said, do you want me to say anything about you? You know, like, do you want me to say a credit? And I said, of course not. Like, no. Just get me up and, there. It's 1222. And, and, then I, and then he said uh, nothing. And I said, you could say my name, you know? <laughs> and he goes, Lachlan Patterson. What? I th- he was joking right. uh, that, that, uh, that he knows that I'm Joe Prano and that you're Lachlan Patterson, obviously. But of all the names to, like, I'm going to say a name that is not you as a joke because you've only asked me to say your name. He said, I'll bring up uh, Lachlan Patterson. I said, I wish. Worse. I wish I was Lachlan Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, that, man. That's all that hair, that sun. Give me back my son. You could have this hair. Yeah. I used to have that hair. Yes, I remember. Not, not the curls, but I used to have the length. Yeah. You were yeah. derelict. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Good night. Good night.